strike fire, live wire, spread my wings, high flyer, awful dodger, praise to the Ramasaya, Mo fire, read the sign, no biters, I grab your skull, then I toss it like a ghost rider, you need the roar, I provide you with supplies to make a dolo, and cop the low leather with the mica, turn the mics up, notice the kicks to make your fight stuff, magic touch like gold fingers and kick Midas, everybody freeze, they can see Hi! Welcome to uh, A Child's Review. I'm Isabel. I'm Neil. Uh, and we're back. It's been, um, About a year now. Ish. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happened, you know, COVID, Trump, everything else. <laughs> yeah. So, and a lot of people went through a lot of global warming, Elon Musk, Bitcoin, all those things. Right? Those are all just distractions for, you know, why we're here. Yeah, so. so it's kind of getting better now. So we're coming back. It is getting better now, which is good. Hey, we're back in video form too, right? Yep. And what does my shirt say? I am your density. <laughs> you are my density, which goes back to our Back to the Future conversation. <laughs> Anyways, Isabel, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. We good. don't know how to start this. <laughs> no, we know how to start. I know how to start everything. So, okay, here's the deal. Today... Um, we're going to talk about a few things. Yep. We're going to get some stuff off the board. Mm -hmm. Then the big thing for us is we're then going to talk about the movie today, mm -hmm. which is the 1998 movie, Basketball. Best movie ever. I, 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 I will not disagree with you. We'll talk about it, obviously, during the review. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, the cult classic 1998 film, Basketball. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but first... You know, it's going to be really tough to kind of go through Funko News and some of the other things. So, Because yeah. there's a lot that's happened. A lot that's happened. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, by looking at, the, obviously, the Funko wall behind us. And surrounding us, which you can't see. No, at this moment. Um, but it's a lot. It's yeah. We've gone over a thousand. Twelve hundred and fifty-five? Yeah. Something around that. So we've added a few. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, that's what it's all for, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the last year and a bit, um, we've had a lot of, you know, really cool uh, lines get introduced. Mm -hmm. um, like Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld oh, um, is my favorite. Uh, I love the fact that they added a Seinfeld line. Um, but they added so much so fast that it's, like, really hard to add more now that you added a bunch so fast. No, I don't. Dis I don't disagree with you, but I think the most important thing is that you know Funko is continuing to excel and continuing to you know brand themselves out more. And I think it's important to know that uh, it doesn't end. Yeah, it just does not end. Mm -hmm. We still need Alf. I still want to get an Alf pop. Yeah. Okay. So let's go off the hop. You know, with all the new um, lines that got introduced. Again, the Seinfeld line was fantastic. And a bunch of other things. But what is, and if you had to narrow down, like your top five Funko lines that they have not introduced yet. You don't have to say all five, but yeah. just a couple. Like what would be your 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 top choices that they've never made yet? Um, Alf being my first one, yep. which um, I, I like. I'm starting to like Alf again. I stopped, but now I'm like coming back. Yep. So I, I still want Alf. Um... And then, I know they're never going to make this one, but uh, Spaceballs, because uh, Lucasfilm has not allowed them to do that. Oh, you're on the no for this? 
I'm, you told me before, and I, now it's in my knowledge. It's yeah. in my brain now. Um, so, yeah, Spaceballs. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that? Baseball. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball would be fun. I don't think they would ever make Baseball Funko Pop. <laughs> you got milked. <laughs> <laughs> As a movie moment? I mean, Spaceballs definitely would be um, a big one for me. Mm-hmm. I think um, one aspect that they that they haven't made before that is popular that I think would do uh, really well uh, would be uh, Night Court. So I think that if they put on Night Court, um, that I think would do well. I think there's especially the new show coming out. The Nanny. I don't know if the nanny would do well. <laughs> I, I like it. I buy the whole nanny side. But my biggest one that I hope that they do soon, AEW. If they can do AEW pops. Yeah, love to have AEW pops. I think AEW would be awesome, and I hope that they end up doing it. Mm-hmm. So if they did make AEW pops, what would be your number one option? Uh, Chris Jericho, even though I haven't watched any AEW, I only, I know Chris Jericho. So well, he's like, from Winnipeg. Yeah. You know so, who else is from Winnipeg? Yeah. Kenny Omega. And we have a Swanko Pop. But not AEW. Yeah, Kenny Omega. New Japan. New Japan. Yeah. Where is he? Right over there. Second shelf from the bottom. On the oh, right. yeah, I see him. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, my top, my top ones would be, uh, Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Phoenix, and, uh, Penta Zero Miero. Oh, talking about Ray Phoenix. Oh, uh, I was going to bring that up in a little bit here, but yes, we're starting to collect the AEW figures, and these are fantastic. I know it's not Funko, but these are just, like, super cool. Yeah, but you have Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, I think. Uh, yeah, and now we got Ray Phoenix. Yeah. So. We'll have to put them back on the shelf with them. Yeah, the other one I'd like would be MJF. I think that'd be a really cool one. Um, but yeah, Jericho would be a fun one. Kenny Omega, Young Bucks. All good Funko Pops. So, yeah, those, so those would be kind of my um, top ones. They're starting to put out more of the music ones now. And like then what? they're like, who? like music albums. And then like even Pearl Jam has a five pack out. And within that five pack, you want what they have? Yeah. A zombie pearl jam. Like, maybe they could probably do, like, a. I know they've done Backstreet Boys, but they've also done, like, BTS. But if they've done, like, um, Backstreet Boys, like, in, like, um, a five pack, yep. it would look really cool. I think they originally they talked about doing that, and then they ended up not doing it. Yeah, I mean, like, them, like, their microphone's gonna sing in I'll Be The One or something. Huh? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, just not um, no music. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, start coming with comic books, but the one thing that I think that's gonna be really cool is they're gonna start putting out movie posters. Well, that's gonna look cool. Yeah, like, movie posters with a pop in there. And apparently they're big. They're, like, 11 by 17. We would have to get, like, oh, that'd be so... Is it so... Is it going to be, like, the poster, and instead of the actual person, it's going to be a pop? No, the, the pop will be in there, too. Oh, okay, because I'm like, that'd be really cool if, like, the poster... So, like, it could be, like, a Back to the Future, and instead of Marty, it was, like, a Marty Funka Pop. 
Is that what it's gonna look like? No, it's gonna be the actual movie poster. Um, but then they also have a Marty Fun- uh, like Funko in there. Okay, because it would look cooler if it was an actual pop instead of like the actual person. I think it would look actually cooler. But it is a pop. No. <laughs> oh no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that I'm sure. Tr- yeah, I'm trying to. But say, maybe yeah. maybe they they take like Marty as a Funko pop. And then put it into the image of the movie poster. Who knows? Yeah, that would look cool, I guess. But I'd like it, like, like put into the poster. I think it'd look cool. Um, before we get into the review, before we did, like, is to go through, geez, all the Funkos we bought in the last year or so. That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I love the new soda cans. Yeah. That are coming I up. pulled you the the rarest Funk Pop. Like, the rarest The Shira? Pop. The Shira, eight hundred dollars. Give or take, yeah. I pulled that for you. <laughs> you did, and I'm appreciative of it every day. Um, but I pulled one in particular because I think now when we're kind of going come back, want to kind of talk about our, you know, um, kind of pulls from the week and kind of the least my favorite, and then if you want to end up picking one too, and we can kind of do that. But okay. I picked this one up this week, and it is amazing. It's the Cree Bratton Chase from The Office. Um, just an amazing Funko Pop in itself. Uh, if you you don't remember this episode, but it's from a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Well, where... I haven't watched most most of it. I've watched some of the Halloween episodes. Okay. Um, like I need to get to watching The Office and like Seinfeld and stuff. I oh, yeah. I haven't, but I'm like watching. I'm rewatching The Nanny. I'm rewatching Family Guy. I'm rewatch. I'm watching South Park. I'm watching, um, rewatching BuzzFeed Unsolved. I'm like trying to rewatch a bunch of old shows I used to watch. You should watch Seinfeld. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, but that's my that's my favorite one we picked up this week because I had the the common uh, of that one. It's specialty series. Um, but actually getting the chase of it and finding it uh, out of the store was awesome. So become that now. I am almost almost done. Up to date, anyways, on the Office Pops, mm-hmm. the whole set. I do have another U.S. shipment that should arrive in Winnipeg tomorrow that I should be able to pick up, which has a few more, including the Phyllis, um, Ryan with brown hair, and Oscar. And they're all Walmart exclusives. Mm. Oh, let's hope they're not shipped in a bag. God, I hope so. <laughs> Walmart, <laughs> if you're listening to our podcast, which I'm sure you're not, if you ship any more Funko Pops in bags, I'm going to get seriously pissed. And I don't get pissed off. That's true. He does. <laughs> I get peeved. Um, he got really pissed off at Amazon once because they shipped a, a Seinfeld um, chase. chase in a bag. In moments, yeah. Yeah, was not very happy about that. But Amazon's usually been pretty good. Um, I think the worst experiences i've had with shipping has definitely been walmart and gamestop really the gamestop's not not good at shipping uh eb games in canada is pretty good at shipping Hmm. but gamestop in the u.s is a dumpster fire um but walmart is like six dumpster fires and one on top of the other it's really bad but that's okay hopefully they send it properly and if they don't then i'll complain I got my money back. Because they got to learn not to ship in bags. 
And then they'll say, well, sorry, sir, you know, it's a blah, 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 blah. Shut up! <laughs> Stop shipping them in bags! They're collectibles! <laughs> they think it's in a box, and they're like, well, this is in a box already. You don't need to ship that in another box. Why are you doing that? It's throwing a bag! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant for that. I, I really hope, I mean, I'll find out, obviously, uh, when it comes in uh, in the next few days here, but, God, I hope not. I hope not. I've had way too many bad experiences with Walmart. Had to throw out um, Funko Pop boxes, had them reimburse me. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, why don't they understand that the more they do this, the more returns they're going to have? And lost know. money. Because they don't care? Yeah. They're a big billion dollar company, you don't care? Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. Yeah, and you're uh, you're probably right. So, um, okay, so, we've got a lot of stuff on the go. So, um, now we're going to get into the movie. The movie. The movie. Basketball. Came out in 1998. I know you're a huge South Park fan. Mm-hmm. And when did you kind of get into South Park? Cause, it was okay, like a just few to, months ago. Well, just to kind of give some underlay, the the two people who star in Basketball is Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who are the creators of South Park. Yeah. I think what got me into South Park was watching the South Park movie. Oh, okay. Because that gave me... It, it made me laugh a lot, and it just, like, I'm like, okay, I want to start watching <laughs> I think I'll like it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good call. I mean, it's... Uh, I remember I saw this movie for the first time on VHS. I rented it from Pick-A-Flick, mm-hmm. which is a local movie store here in Winnipeg. Was, anyways. And uh, watched it three times before I had to return it back to the video store. Loved it. It's, and then it's I, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and then I ended up buying it on VHS. And uh, that was a good investment. Because uh, then I got to watch it for a couple more years, and then we got the DVD recently. Yeah, because they didn't have it on any streaming service. Well, they, they... did have it on Netflix for a while. Mm-hmm. And then that went they away. Took, they so, took it off, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about the movie. Okay, so yeah. it came out in 1998. The one thing that's really cool about this movie um, is this is a combination of the guys who created The Naked Gun... Along with the creators of South Park. Mm-hmm. So you got Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park. And then you have the Zucker Brothers who were involved in creating uh, the Naked Gun series. Mm-hmm. So you've seen Naked Gun 1, one two. and 2, but you haven't seen the third one yet. No. but What's your I, overall I, feelings about O.J. Simpson? <laughs> I'm thinking of the joke that you made last night from Jackbox. <laughs> I don't... Me make O.J. Simpson jokes? I would never. O.J. Simpson is... O.J. Simpson's the best. Yeah, he totally did murder two people. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's still out finding the real killers. And maybe they were in this movie. Who knows? We'll never know. Um, so the Zucker Brothers and the creators of South Park getting together to create this movie... Um, it was written by um, David Zucker, who was obviously one of the Zucker brothers, and then Robert Locash, Jeffrey Wright, and Louis Friedman, who all did kind of like screen polishing on it. 
Um, Lewis Friedman actually, um, he did, he was, um, he did a lot of, uh, different things. He, he was more known for like screen polishing, but he also wrote a lot of specials. So he would write like, um, dialogue for the Golden Globes and the Oscars and stuff like that. So that's kind of his, um, screen credits. Um, don't know too much about Jeffrey Wright or Robert Locash. Those sound made up. What do you think? No. Yeah, it does. Um, movie <laughs> <laughs> stars. So yeah, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And then there's... As, and what were the characters' names? Uh, Joe Cooper and Doug Reamer. And then Doug Reamer. And then there's Yasmin Bleeth, who's probably mo- most well-known from Baywatch. And not the movie. No. I don't <laughs> think she was in the, the Baywatch movie with The Rock. No. I don't think so. No. Uh, and then you have Jenny McCarthy, who was kind of like the big it girl back in 1998. So, um, like her kind of claim to fame was she was like the most downloadable woman on AOL when AOL came online. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was a model. She did Playboy. She did a lot of those kind of things. Um, but at this time, she was doing an MTV show called Singled Out, mm-hmm. which came out in 1995. And... Um, it ran for a couple of years. It was popular. And then she started getting into movies. And this is actually one of the first movies that she did after uh, Singled Out ended. Uh, who which did I she think play? was around 1997. Uh, she played um, the girl who, the blonde girl who was married to. Oh, um, yeah. The yeah, millionaire. Yeah, I remember, yeah. He, she had some unfortunate uh, incidents with the other owner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, it's just like all coming back into my head, like all the scenes, and it's making me laugh. Well, and you remember because you watched the Scream series, right? Mm-hmm. Like we watched Scream one, two, three, and four. In Scream three, Jenny McCarthy was the girl who got killed at the beginning. Oh, so you know how the okay. at the beginning of every Scream movie, there's usually like a one woman who gets killed. Probably mostly a blonde. Mostly, yeah. So that's that's where she kind of came in. Mm. Um, and then also you had Robert Vaughn. So Robert Vaughn, uh, again, first fun fact of the day. Child <laughs> Is he fact. dead? He's dead. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, died in 2016. Um, but, uh, <laughs> he's probably more, most well known. He was in the TV show in the sixties called Man from Uncle. What? Yeah, Man from Uncle. It was a spy comedy. And then they made a movie about it a couple, a couple years ago. With uh, Army Hammer. That's a real name. Army Hammer? Army Hammer. What the so hell kind Army, of name is that? Not Arm and Hammer. <laughs> Army I mean, Hammer. I'm sorry for whoever kid that, whoever parents named their kid that. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Man from Uncle <laughs> ran for a couple of years. It was a very popular TV show. Um, I can't remember the network it was on. I want to say it was CBS. That sounds about right. Uh, but David McCullum uh, was also on that TV show. And fun fact about David McCullum. He's dead. He's still alive. Oh my god. Yep. We've never had a fun fact like that. I know. Well, it's a super fun fact. <laughs> yeah, big, big balloons. <laughs> super fun fact. David McCullum is still alive. Ooh. Um, but, uh, I, I, I guess that's a fun fact. Um. <laughs> But Robert Vaughn, uh, I mean, he was known for a lot of different things. But uh, like I said, um, actually, uh, Ten Commandments, he was in Ten Commandments. Um, but yeah, Man from Uncle. Who did um, Robert Vaughn play? 
in the uh, which one? Ten Commandments? No, in baseball. Oh, in baseball, he was the other owner. The the owner that oh, uh, the, wanted, like... that was blackmailing. People. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. Um, and I there was another TV show he was in. Um, what TV show was that? I know he was in the Superman movies. I'm trying to remember. There's another TV show he was in. I I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyways, um, he's a very well known actor. Did a lot of stuff, but yeah, probably Man from Uncle is probably what he's most well known for. Mm-hmm. And then you got Ernest Borgnine, right? <laughs> and Ernest Borgnine uh, is a very uh, well known actor. Very surprised he did this movie. Yeah. And fun fact, he's dead. He is dead. I showed so me. I showed this movie to my grandma and grandpa. My grandpa was the one who watched it, but then my grandma came into the room and she's like, <laughs> "What's Ernest Borgnine doing?" <laughs> no, she's like, "Oh, that's Ernest Borgnine." I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, Ernest Borgnine had a very, very eclectic career. Um, did a lot of TV and movies, and uh, yeah, it was really surprising to see he, such an acclaimed actor being in that movie. Actually, one of the things... He choked on a hot dog. He did choke on a hot dog. Uh, he did another TV show probably around the same time Robert Vaughn did uh, Man from Uncle. Because he was in a show called uh, Mikhail's Navy, which they also made a movie out of. And uh, that ran for a couple of years in the 60s. But um, yeah, so I mean, Russ Borgnine's in this. And then your favorite, Dion Baker, who plays... Little bitch. <laughs> he plays Kenny. My name's Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Squeak Scolari. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My name's not Squeak. It's Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up, you old bitch. Uh, <laughs> he is a the childhood friend of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They all grew up together in Colorado. And they went to film school together. And uh, Dion Baker did usually a lot of. Uh, their movies that's uh that they were in so um it had a budget of 23 million um but only made 7 million at the box office was not a big hit at the box office and this was right at the height of um like south park coming out Mm -hmm. um it just didn't click which is fine because then uh, when it made it to video stores it became a cult classic um and has been around now you know, for 20 plus years in, uh, and been very, very successful on home video. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just goes to show you too, that you don't really need to be a huge box office hit to have longstanding watchability. Mm. Right. So, um, so basically kind of the premise of the movie, we'll go through a little bit of the premise. I don't think we'll obviously, we won't go through scene through scene here, but um, kind of the general premise is, uh, yeah, Joe Cooper and uh, Doug Reamer, they're friends, not really doing much of their life. And while they went to a former high school classmates party, they get into a competitive basketball game with two other jocks who uh, used to, they used to go to high school with. And they, they're like, oh, how good could they be at, bas- like, basketball? And right. they were really good. They were really good. So, um, they were like, no, we don't want to play that, you know, stupid two-on-two basketball game. Uh, we're going to play what we play in the hood. <laughs> and uh, every time you take a shot, you get a letter. You like horse? horse? No, not, not like, like horse. horse. 
<laughs> no, it's uh, baseball rules. And then that's where it starts. Yeah. So you have uh, um, a free throw is a single. Mm-hmm. And then the top of the key is a double. Mm-hmm. And then the midway point between the top of the key and half court is the, the triple. And then the half court shot behind the meatballs, meatballs. was the uh, home run. <laughs> and three outs, nine innings. And uh, the one big thing is you can do psych outs mm-hmm. as part of it. So they kind of made it up on the fly, and then it kind of turned into, um, you know, kind of a big uh, game that you would play with your friends in your in your driveway. And then while they were um, playing that, they ran into Ornish Borgnine, who came to one of their um, final games. Uh, no, playing. no, like, he was there to shut off the gas. No, no, that's Kenny. I'm talking about Ernest Borgnine. Oh, okay. The millionaire. Okay, because I'm like, I'm like thinking of what senior like doing. I'm just explaining the movie. Yeah. The the <laughs> the the character of Kenny coming to their house is not a critical plot point. <laughs> but it's, it's just a funny scene. We'll get into the a, funny scenes. I'm just trying to explain the movie. Yeah. First. Yeah. Okay. So. Funny scenes last. <laughs> funny scenes last. We're just gonna explain the movie first, okay? So. Um, Urs Borgnine comes to one of their games. He's like, wow, it's a really cool game. You guys are really cool. We think you're, you know, we think we can take this pro and uh, convinces Coop to let them go pro. But the thing is, is that his big problem with sports was that there are always teams changing players and changing teams, um, ch- teams changing cities, um, players going to the highest bidders and, and being picked up as free agents. So they wanted... Um, you stay with the same team. Every get everybody gets paid the same. Um, and you know let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way he he agreed to it. Mm-hmm. So then you fast forward five years later, and now at this point, it's now in arenas and it's becoming popular. And then, uh, spoiler alert: during the final game, the Denslow Cup. Right, mm-hmm. Denslow is the Ernest Borgnine character. Yep. Right. Okay, so Denslow dies. Of a hot dog, uh, hot dog um, choking. Yes, he choked on a hot dog. Um, they stopped serving hot dogs after the sixth <laughs> Get this man a hot dog! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Denslow dies. Mm-hmm. And in his will, bequeath, bequeath is a word means like he gives it. Yeah. The team to Cooper. Mm-hmm. But if Cooper can't win the Denzel Cup in the upcoming season, then the team goes to Yvette, who's a character that was played by um, Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, that's kind of like the premise. Mess? I don't want to yeah. get through a lot of the, you know, in case you guys want to watch the movie, I highly suggest that you do. It's not on streaming services right now, so you'd have to rent it. Highly would recommend that you do. Um, but... Uh, like, it's, it's a movie that... I personally, I could watch over and over again, and the jokes just won't like. Okay, what's get your old. what's your favorite joke? You couldn't get a girl. You couldn't get a chick if you had a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper. Okay, let's yeah, paint the scene. Okay, so Cooper and Reamer are playing basketball on their driveway, mm-hmm. and then well, no, the the scene I'm thinking of is a scene after that. I understand, but I'm setting it up. Yeah. Okay, Kenny. Little bitch. Little Squeak Scolari. We'll call him Squeak. <laughs> we'll call him Squeak. He works for the gas company. Mm-hmm. And because uh, Reamer and Cooper haven't been paying their um, uh, utility bills, he came to shut off their gas. Mm. 
So when he gets there to shut off the gas, uh, Cooper and Rumor are like, well, we'll let you shoot for it. And he's like, well, no. I don't well, want you're to actually missing a really good part of what that is, scene okay, go. where he goes, he's like, is your canine locked up? In, in your house, in, like, in the house. And they said, uh, yeah, he's getting his claws removed. So he goes to the back to go shove the gas. And then the dog pops out. And then all you see is Coop and Reamer talking while you see uh, Squeak getting, like, thrown over the fence. Yep. Which is one of the, it's a really good scene, too. Um, and then, yeah, and then go on. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so then Squeak doesn't want to shoot for it, and they're like, ah, come on, you little bitch, take a shot. I want to take a shot. I want to shoot off your gas. <laughs> well, shoot Look, for you it. Just, you just hit a single from right here, and you can shoot off our gas, and... We'll never call you Squeak again. Yeah. Or, or bitch. bitch. Or, or bitch. bitch. <laughs> and he goes, and they psych him out, because your mom's dating... Or your, no, no. Steve your, Perry. Perry. Steve Perry. <laughs> uh, um... So, uh, yeah, so then Reamer, um, uh, uh, or sorry, Squeak goes back inside, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, it fast forward a little bit, and he's like, oh yeah, no, it, he got fired from his job, because- Oh, I, I, I remember all the lines from that whole scene. Okay, so let's set it up. He's back in the house now, they're letting him stay there for a bit, because he got fired by mm -hmm. the gas company. Yeah. And now they enter the house. I can I can say all the lines from there yeah, you know for that whole scene. So, um, I can't believe those asswipes fired you for not showing off our gas for six weeks. Well, I was losing the shit that pissed him off the most. <laughs> well, uh, you can camp out here for a while. Oh, cool. Does this couch fold out to a bed? Uh, yeah, it's a totally awesome bed. But that's Jenkins' bed. Your bed's over here. And it's a dog bed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is so weak. How can I get a chicken that? Don't worry, dude. You couldn't get a check if you had a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper. Yeah, I could. No, dude. You're a little bitch. I am not. Dude, that's weak. Uh, and then he's like, um, yeah, you, could, you couldn't get a uh, yeah, check without yeah, a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper. And then he's like, yeah, I could. He's like, no, you're a little bitch. Okay. And then he's like, I don't even know why I hang yeah, out with you guys. Because you're, you're <laughs> I am not a piece. Yeah, but you're a little bitch. Sure are. God damn it, man! <laughs> you guys hassled me 13 or 14 more times, and I'm out of here. Yeah. It's a great scene. <laughs> That's my favorite scene from the whole movie. Yeah. That's a pretty good scene. Um, my favorite scene outside of that one is... Um, okay, well, there's a... I, I want to say, like, scene, because there's, like, a whole bunch of just, like, little things throughout. Mm -hmm. But the scene I'm thinking of is the Unsolved mystery scene. Oh my but, god! But the thing also leading to that, where he's in the car, and they're playing they're the that song, song that's that. very literal <laughs> to what's exactly happening to him right now. Your girlfriend thinks you suck. <laughs> Some rich guys, evil play. <laughs> you got crumbs on your face. <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking in the mirror. There's a treachery you land. Yeah. Uh, so then that scene, then leading into the unsolved mystery scene. That's really, really good. Oh my god, um, best scene. And then also, just like the little things with Squeak throughout the whole movie. I thought yeah. he was great. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're so mean to him. <laughs> they are super mean to him. <laughs> but that's the, whole, that's the whole thing that makes it funny, right? Yeah. Um... Uh, like there's so like there's a little a tiny little scene that it shows like they're like handy like 
bats out because it's baseball. So they're handing out bats, and then it shows uh, Reamer and Coop, and then at the bottom, it's Squeak, but it's only like half of his head in, and it's cut off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, derp. Derp? <laughs> what? Nothing. I, I just, <laughs> just derp. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I, I like to think that this whole movie holds up really, really well. It's got really fun parts. I love the Bob Costas, Al Michaels commentary team. Mm-hmm. I thought they really stole the movie. And those cheerleaders and cheerleaders were only in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to imagine those girls are only in grade school five years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a really, really funny movie. And again, I don't think it really gets it's just desserts because it, it is really, really funny. And, and I know, like, it only got forty two percent on the Tomato Reader, so it's not like it was even like a critical success at all. Um, but everybody, I think the consensus um, from fans was that it was a really good movie. The fan audience surveyed it, uh, and it got a B score, like a 74%. So I, I think it certainly, you know, holds up well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you have to watch it. You really do. It, it is so funny. It's got amazing moments. Um, free-range chicken night. <laughs> and then cleaning up the chickens with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, and then you see the fluff going out. It's hilarious. It's such a great movie. And there's different psych-outs. Yeah. Um, and in the, the video, great cameos by Reggie Jackson. Yeah, we'll probably have to put a few clips in there. I'll, I'll try to see what I can find. Yeah. I'll try to see what I can find. Um, but definitely, um, definitely probably one of my... I think if if I had to kind of rank my top ten comedies, it would certainly be in that. Like, if I had to rate my ten, like, favorite movies, it would probably be, like, my first. First? First. Wow. It, it's my favorite movie. Wow. At the moment. At the moment. But you just watched Pretty Woman. Yeah, that's second. And then Titanic. Very good. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, that's, you know that, that's basically the movie. I, you know, I think we should kind of figure out, though, what we would want to talk about on the, the, the next week. So... Mm-hmm. You get to pick because I picked today. Um, okay, yeah, you pick basketball. You know what I, I'd love to uh, watch with you is because uh, we're trying to stick with '80s and '90s. So I'm trying to think of like what would be like I'm trying to think of one that you haven't seen yet, and that's where I'm. Um, I'm really struggling to figure out. Um, you know what? Give me some time. Let me let me give that some thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Okay. Let's see, we're coming up in the middle of September here. I have a few ideas already. Okay, well, what are some of your ideas? Uh, my ideas were ideas were airplane because I haven't yeah. watched it yet and I really want to. Um, um, what's that? Um, something about married. I've seen a little bit of it just because it's on television sometimes. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I I've watched this movie, but Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is pretty good. Actually, you know what? Let's do Dumb and Dumber. Really? Yeah, let's do Dumb yeah, and Dumber. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> All right. Um, so until next week, uh, thank you very much for watching, guys. I hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the video content here. And, uh, you know, definitely uh, listen to our podcast as well. Uh, this is going to be on YouTube and uh, on video format. And then 
uh, in all your favorite audio channels, uh, such as Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, uh, and Anchor.fm. So uh, definitely check us out on, uh, on your podcast stream as well. Uh, anyways, thank you very much again. Uh, Isabel, final goodbye. Goodbye and fun fact, we're out of here. Turn the mics up. Notice the kicks to make it fight stuff. Magic touch like gold fingers and King Midas. Everybody freeze, they can see us when we